We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello? some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Well, hi guys, welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. I've got a really funny guest this week that I worked with a few years ago, and uh, he's a comedian who bought a church. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Before we get to that, hey, thanks for listening or watching or however you're taking in this podcast. Please take a second to like, follow, and subscribe to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. However you're listening, however you're watching, there's gonna be a little button that says like, follow, or subscribe. Just find that button and push it and see what happens. Maybe you'll own a church. I don't think that's how that happens. Hi, I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of this crazy mess. You can find me through my website, kristenkey.com. Find me and follow me on all my social media. I've got Instagram and the Twitter and, and all of it and follow me. I've also got a Patreon. Join the Patreon to support this podcast and all my shows. I do a Friday live streaming show called Friday Live at 5. It's available on my Facebook fan page and my YouTube page for live streaming or you can join the Zoom front row. My guest this week is a hilarious comedian. He tours all across America doing stand-up comedy in comedy clubs, colleges, corporate events, cruise ships. Hey, computer lady, play that interview with John Stringer. Playing interview with John Stringer. Oh my God. So John, it's so great to have you on the podcast today. It is so good to be here. I'm going to, I, uh, I've been wanting to do this uh, or be a part of your show for a really long time. And I, and I want to start by saying I already told you I almost had a heart attack when I thought that that was your house behind you. I just wanted to change. I wanted to ask about your route specifically. Like, how did comedy get you that house? <laughs> well, you know, my dad's an architect. He built it. <sighs> I have a large family, three boys, three girls. Um, <sighs> it's a really a story about a lovely lady. Uh, she was bringing up three. No, no, this is a Brady Bunch house. I love it. Um, yep. I couldn't. I love couldn't it. pick the right background today, so you you ended up in a Brady Bunch house. Um, thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad that you that you're you're willing to do this show because I've been watching your career since we worked together. You're always always doing stuff. You got married. I did. That's the craziest. And I know I know you know when you find your person, you find your person, and things just it's like it's literally like having a superhuman power. That's the only way you can explain it to a person who is seeking acceptance from strangers for a living. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, but seriously, <laughs> but it, it the the fact that. You find someone that makes you feel like you're enough and everything in your world changes. It's like comedy does become secondary. You, you just have this whole new appreciation, this whole new direction. So uh, I never thought I was gonna be a boyfriend again. So meeting her was very much like, becoming a boyfriend was a much harder task to complete than ever becoming a husband. Cause I never thought that was, you know, I don't know. I You're know, on the yeah, road you 45 were a weeks guy. a year. You were good yeah. at being single. There's some guys that I watch on the roads, like Landry to me, always single, but one day, you know what I'm saying? I know that one day someone's going to come along that makes him just like, you know, forget oh. about it. Forget about it. It's over, you know? Yeah, it's it's over. That's what it is. It's just like the, the lights are off, like yeah. shows over, people leave. <laughs> and yeah, and it's been, and it, it's, yeah, it's been fantastic. Like I'd say my career has gone in so many different directions. Like you are so good at social media. I need to know, oh, I, you, no, up. no, no, yeah. you're on top of it. I post almost nothing because I just appreciate kind of being off the grid. That's a terrible thing to do when you you're trying funny. to do what we do. 
you know what's funny is I started posting more like I think comics we we inspire each other because we're all mildly competitive but I think there's like a brotherhood of this it's not mean competitive yeah. it's like oh yeah, I yeah. could if he's doing I should be doing that there was a while ago five five years ago four or five years ago where you started posting these videos about like oh I'm going to Oklahoma City and here I am in the car driving to Oklahoma City and I'd be like that's the easiest thing I could be doing is do a quick little I'm gonna be at the loony bin so I started doing that because you did that so it's funny oh. that you would you would come oh, back and you? tell me that I'm posting because I posted you because take, you posted. You take videos to a level that I wish I would sit down. Listen, we're just gonna sit here and compliment each other, but let's <laughs> face it. It's good for your 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 effort, <laughs> right? We need this. Ha ha ha. No, it's it, it, it's really genuinely. I love to hear you say that because uh, I feel like I could do so much more. But I, but as you know, when you're on cruise ships, no amount of posting is going to change the attendance. Nope. <laughs> uh, I, so so uh, I have a bunch of these and, and so posting that sometimes it just feels like be present in the moment that's a good time to read to write to uh, I actually went back to the gym I don't suggest it but I did it and uh, you know I got I got pandemic fat and then I got like fit real quick and things started to snap back together and so now it's like every time I'm not on a cruise ship I eat like a five-year-old with a credit card and I and then I wait for my next uh, my next contract and that's what like, you do that's what i'm in. doing yeah we yeah. like i uh i got super in shape over pandemic uh and then yeah. there was a cruise at the end of it so i came home i felt like i was like oh my shoulders are great i feel i've been gym every day came home and then put on like 10 pounds in three weeks <laughs> happily because, though only our, our bodies have to hate that oh my god yeah i just yo-yoed and so now i'm like okay my next cruise is in january um i gotta hit the gym again when i get back so that's like yeah i visit my gym on the cruise ship every day I, I, I sometimes I look at contracts because, as you know, you, we do comedy for free. You're paying us to leave the house, and we right. really like right. being home. So, so right. then you weigh the contracts of what what you're offered on ships, and I'm like, I, yeah, well, I would like to be home helping, and we'll get to it later. But I'd like to be helping my wife with the remodel of our new home. I'd really like to be doing that. But then I have to look at it. We have to continue with the contracts. Like I, I know that, you know, a contractor after contractor is going to be coming through and helping us with this, that, and the other thing. And so I'm just like, yeah, let's keep the contracts rolling. And I'm also thinking, and that's another month. I don't have to find a gym membership. That's the only, uh, I'm like, I'm going to write more. I'm going to perform right. a lot. I'm going to make a lot of people happy. I know that like our whole job is to give people a a 45 minute departure from the nonsense they deal with that's all that's it that's all we get to be a part of it it's like it's, it's escape exactly. for us as well it's like it's, uh, it's play time for all of us for there there are people that love to be in the audience there are people that love to perform when those two things come together you do you have a memory and a magical experience and and i, I think a cruise ship you know it doesn't have the same reputation it used to because mm -mm. there are so much so many more comedic opportunities on a ship there's so much you know better caliber of talent cruise ships are taking more risks they they heard what the people wanted and so now it's like i don't know i i really enjoy doing them still yeah i absolutely love and not only that but on on uh, a couple of the cruise lines that i work for they are 100 percent vaccinated that is yeah. that and they're giving boosters on Holland. board like that. I know, I know. And, and still it's like an airport. You still want to wash your hands frequently, wear your mask whenever, always when you can. Uh, so all of the reasonable things that a reasonable human would do, do all of that. But everybody you can rest assured is going to have, you know, mild or no symptoms at all, which yeah. is you know sometimes also scary. But it's I'd rather be in that environment sometimes than it's funny how you can go from a populous 
really together like area of the country and then the minute you go to a rural town sorry to sound like i'm crapping on rural towns i was born in one but uh masks I think those don't that came from them yeah. yeah when we came from rural towns we're going to be more inclined to be like yeah, those yeah, yeah. assholes because yeah. it's like i it's know like i was one of those assholes considered yeah. it they never considered uh. getting the vaccination they never considered putting on a mask and it's, it's like well if it's if it gets me my breakfast burrito then i'll put it on but like that's literally the amount of sacrifice we're right. willing to make in small towns anyways uh so uh, I, I know that I went on a tangent. There no, and somewhere. I do appreciate that. Like, like yeah. the, the, cause some people call them like the hoops to jump through. I love it. I no. got tested every two days on the last ship I was yeah. on. And, um, it, to me, I don't, I don't mind the test. I don't mind the masks. I still see people and everybody's like, I can't, I can't breathe in these. I'm like, are you kidding? Yep. Like I sleep better <laughs> on a plane in a mask. Like the yes. burps are bad, but that's I my snore. only complaint. I snore. Okay. That's the so like, it, if anything, it helps the people around me. I'm the person that can fall asleep before takeoff and wake up when the tires hit the ground. I'm a it's drooler. Like, so it just catches uh, a cool I, of drool. <laughs> <laughs> I have one that's big enough to go over my beard. It's that's like a awesome. feed bag. Yeah. It's, all, it's amazing. It muffles all the sound. But you, when you said the talent level on cruises, you're not kidding. I will, I will be as transparent, uh, candid as possible. My first three to six months on a cruise ship, I felt like I was so overwhelmed with the amount of different uh, performances, no crossover, but also, hey, you might have to do an extra show. You also might have to do a welcome aboard show. And a, right. sometimes just do a little five minute on the goodbye. And you're like, what are you talking about, right? And so no agent, no manager is going to have your outline scheduled. And no then you realize- you. No one's gonna yeah. save you. You, no, you have to come trying, up with it, yeah. You're taking what's funny here and literally appealing to the broadest range of human beings, every religion, race, age, uh, everybody. And if it's funny, you test it here and you're guaranteed to be paired with a monster of a comedian Every week I was like, I just felt like I was right here and, and, and we're being graded on it to be even, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, there are, there it, are it was sucking yeah. the fun out of it. But I tell you, after six months, I think I became twice the comedian that I ever was before, yeah. because every single week I was like, they have an HBO special. I've seen them on Showtime. I, she used to have a television show. I was, you know, I was being paired with literal killers and on, on land and comedy clubs, they, they know what they're ready for. On ships, you're one of many entertainment yeah. options. I don't know. I, I, I know it sounds like I'm using a scare tactic, but all of those things overwhelm you. You should, because some comedians, I feel like, don't know what they're getting into. And like, I was writing, you know, an hour a day, not new material sometimes, maybe it's just the same set, an hour a yeah. day to polish out and get rid of some, because I need this set to be solid it has to be a solid yeah. set these aren't sets that you can kind of flub through because you know whatever you can lean on some dirtier yes. material it's like family friendly it's a long set and it all has to be solid and so yeah. there was a lot of you know once you have that i think michael somerville calls it the evergreen 45 which on a cruise ship it's your evergreen whatever you need i've got two evergreen 45s for cruises now once you have them you get a little lazy because i'm like oh i have them i'm good now yeah i can kind of yeah. enjoy this cruise ship yeah <laughs> but it's thank a, you for saying a, that yeah a couple that years a couple years to build that and to like every yeah. day like a couple days like okay this chunk will go here and this chunk will go in that third set or like they just added a theater show okay i gotta i gotta snatch this and put it so i understand yeah, yeah it's it's a it's a Basically, challenge anything in your joke catalog right anything that can be made clean is now clean 
it's not even optional because especially when you're doing 245 family friendlies like right when you're doing that it is and it's got to be good it's got to be appealing they don't and and they and my audiences they won't know they're watching a family friendly show that's the challenge is i don't talk about anything that specifically appeals to kids i honestly between you and i and i don't i don't find anything wrong with it and i may change my tune but I don't do, uh, I might mention one or two observations about being on a ship, but I don't have, I, I, I haven't written anything for ships. Uh, not that that's bad. It's just, I, when I, I use that because when else are we going to get on a proscenium proper theater with theater seating? And so I'm giving them I'm giving them my comedy. This is what you would catch in a theater. This is what you would right. catch in a comedy club. I try. So I know, I know, and that's not that I'm saying I, I split in half when I hear people talk until like comp cruise specific and travel specific humor. Right. And it's amazing. But for me, it's just like, I have this opportunity. I'm giving them me as much of me as often as possible. I'll see you later. I've missed these stages so much, you know oh. what I mean? I wrote, a, I wrote a bit specifically for buffets once I was on a ship, and now that's the only time I get to tell it. So I yeah. saved that. Yeah. So I enjoyed no. enjoy it. It's a chunk. It's got a song at the end. It's I regional. It. Yes. it is, it's but it's bad. like- It's not bad. It's like I'm in San on, Francisco, and you got a whole San Francisco. I, I want to put it in but... land. I want to like figure yeah, yeah, out how yeah. to do it in Vegas or something. But right now, it's part of something I do on ships exclusively. Trust me. But I love yes. that bit, and so it's something yes. I, I enjoy doing. I haven't caught up with you in a fair minute. You you got married when we yes. met. The, we met years ago. I was playing uh, the Looney Bin in Tulsa. Yes, and when, I believe yeah, it was in Oklahoma as well. Did we? Because yeah. I remember OKC and Tulsa. Yeah. And here's what I remember: Not only did you crush, and I I loved how consistent you were, but I've never seen anyone slang merch like you. I've not worked with. I swear it was. You, you, you absolutely know it's how to- Horish. It's horish. It's the amazing. Way, <laughs> it's way amazing. Get it's just terrific to watch. Well, you're a hard follow. You were a tough follow. And I, and I think I recommended to the guy that booked that, you know, fast track John to headline, which you did headline very quickly after. And then your life Thank just you. seemed to like, you, you hit the road hard. You ended up getting married. And then the last I checked in on you, you guys bought your first home. But as a true comedian, oh, it's not just any home. Who, <laughs> who buys a church? And it's like a legit church. Is yeah. there, like, a whatever. It's... So I have so many questions, starting with, like, is this your church home? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> it, it, officially, uh, yeah. Kristen, it is not even zoned as a home. It's still it's still a church. It's, it's a church. I saw the pictures. It's, it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's a church. From, it's, oh, so it was built... And it's all original from 1908. Part of it burned in 1911 and was rebuilt in 1912, but that was only the uh, kind of turret part of the, the raised part, the uh, podium of the chapel, Pulpit. the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. So my dad's a minister, basically, so I, I oh, grew up in a church, but your kids will grow it's up like in a church. The 1908 structure is about 16 to 1800 square feet, and it's got 25 foot ceilings in the middle and and it's got i've got a we've got like a 16 foot tall stained glass original hand painted 1908 stained glass that that matches the peak of the chapel and then like 17 other stained glass pieces that are like four by six like it's or four by seven so it's it and my wife 
we were looking at homes. We were, we had this consideration, but one of our musts, like some of our big, we must have in the new home. We wanted something historically significant. We wanted it at least 100 years old. It needed to have space so that we could fence it for our animals because we have an ever-growing list of animals that we're collecting. Uh, we, we just got a homeless cat that was in the church and now it's our cat. <laughs> it's already gone to the vet. It's already, it's getting chipped. It's gonna, it's, a, it's an adorable cat. So, and, we're, and I'm allergic to cats. I just, wow. I can't say no. Um, oh, I love but, it. Uh, I love it. So anyways, we found, she found this thing and and wait, wait i'm gonna stop you i want to hear the rest yeah, of this. Yeah. but most homeowners it's like i want open concept yeah, yard yeah. here's like no yeah. hundred years old um has to be like an armory That's, or something significant it was there a battle like what it's built like a castle this thing so what? we were looking at maybe firehouses train depots schoolhouses something something neat because uh structurally you're not going to find better lumbering history life. What a, what a oh, fun marriage. You don't even know the half of it. She is just hysterical. Uh, I, I've been asked, I've been begging her to do a podcast, just do something where, because her opinion on everything is so hard and fast. And even if she doesn't have a steadfast opinion, she makes one up on the fly and it's convincing. It's like frighteningly good. But finding this thing, it's in a small town. There's under 3,000 people. It's about that and the Fellowship Hall building that's attached to it in 1964. That uh, all together is like 3,200 square feet. We got a half acre lot. We got seven parking spaces on a big concrete lot. I'm gonna put, I know it sounds so funny. I'm you talking like- got a VBS like, van. Yeah, it's king, king of the hill right now. We got, we got a propane awesome. cooker out back. Wow, so what? So where are you gonna, where's the living space gonna be? The living space is gonna be the fellowship hall. That's about okay. 1,500 square feet. And it's gonna be kind of a big open, very modern. Uh, you know, like, have you ever been to like a Hyatt Aloft? And I know they're not. That's a bad example. We're, we're making such a modern, beautiful space. It's got big exposed beams in the fellowship hall. And that is just going to be the most open concept, you know, bed, and uh, mid-century modern, like, like uh, living room. And we're, I get to do the HGV, HGTV thing and That's make a awesome. dream home. So what are you going to do with the church since you're leaving it as is? What is it? What does it become? Restore it completely. So I'm thinking we might use it as a wedding venue. People can come in wedding venues when you need them. They literally don't exist. So we can yeah. make it affordable. Anybody can get married here. I would Even ordain myself in the various. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I because I think it's so much of the history of this church and her partner still is connected to us as we settle into the church. She's over all the time. She's saying, you know, I have the original cross from this and I have the original and I'm like we will do so uh, we will do so right by this place we consider ourselves as far as the original structure we're just taking care of it for the next generation and are you going to post everything like along the way like the journey yes oh, yes awesome. absolutely uh and, awesome. and I love it so it's uh the name of the church always from 1908 until 2020 was Grace Episcopal Church and uh, and we're keeping the name Grace. My wife is using, and I just love this so much, the Instagram handle, it just falls in place, savinggrace.1908. And it's because wow. it's the year, but saving grace. Yeah, so I the Instagram story, she's posting all the time. Like we just bought all the bathroom fixtures. We're gonna have one pimp. Our shower is like six feet by eight feet. What? It's got benches in it. It's like, it's got four shower. I can't wait to show you what we're building. It's. I just want you to turn the 
baptismal if there's a, a like a baptismal space just turn into a, yeah. just an awesome jacuzzi and i know that's not how <laughs> it was designed but with that i always thought i was like ah oh, all this water and you only like you're never in it but like that would be such an awesome jacuzzi just like throw yes. a hot dog party you know hamburgers hot dogs a little cookout some jacuzzi agree if we figured if we ever turned the sanctuary side into a bedroom just like if we were ever going to rent it out as an airbnb it could have basically two separate small homes but you could open up both sides that sort of thing yeah but obviously setting up the whole bedroom set up on the stage having the bed where the altar was get out of here the lighting I mean, the light the fact that every window in the entire sanctuary is stained glass it is just exactly it's amazing it's time for five quick questions um, I know you moved into a church. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you some trivia about church terms. So I'm going to tell you the name, um, the the name of a church term, and then I'll give you multiple choice on what it could be, and then you you Thank select you. your answer. Yeah, make it I a little like bit that. easier because these would definitely be uh, guesses for me as well. So okay, church terms. Number one, uh, the purificator. The purificator. Is it a a holy air filter? B the priest in charge of baptism, or C, a holy wiping cloth? Holy wiping cloth, C. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah! It could have been B. B was good. B was Thank not you. bad. Uh, number two, number two, the lavabo. The lavabo. I feel like I need the purificator if I say that. <laughs> the Wipe lavabo. my tongue off. That's nasty. Is it A, unwanted sexual urges? B, a bowl to wash priests' hands, or C, a holy belt for priests. That's where I wash my hands, the Brumabo. Lavabo. That's where you wash Lavabo. your hands. Lavabo. <laughs> I put the a BR on it. <laughs> it's a bowl. It's a bowl. Okay, oh, so that's far wonderful. you. Wow, you you deserve this church. Um, I love antiques. I felt like when you said lavabo, I, it, I I don't know why it made me think of a fountain. Well, it sounds okay. Oh, I do watch a lot of antique roadshow. Honestly, I'm like 73. If you want an old woman friend, that's who I I'm do become. actually. I'm like an oh. old man. So you'll be my old woman. I'll be your old man. We're Which, the best. We'll get <laughs> antiques. I drink a lot of hot tea. I craft. We're fine. We're great. Throat coat, right? Throat <gasps> coat can save the day. For a performer, I can sound like a toad and like <laughs> five yeah, my minutes eyes later. Up. Blah! Yeah, I Did he it. say throat coat? We have that downstairs. It's the um, flavorless weird tea, but it saves your mouth somehow. I, don't know. I love it. We have a box downstairs. Yeah, guys, throat yeah. coat. Throat coat. Put a little honey, a little lemon in it. You're a new person. New Got person. a frog in there. It eliminates the frog. Gets rid of frogs. Number three. Number three. Church term. The aspersorium. The aspersorium. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> Is it A, a room for flying nuns? B, a holy bucket? Or C, an ointment. That's hilarious, by the way. C is hilarious. I'm not thinking C, it's B. But <laughs> it's a holy bucket. That's that's clever and I love it. And I love that you went ahead and did it. That to me <laughs> matters. Yeah. Something happens when you sit on pews too long. You get there the is no better joke for that aspersorium. That's Thank you. That's really, really fun. You're nailing this quiz, by the way. You Thank you. It. And if you if but, you get them all right, you get to keep your church. Oh, yay! <laughs> I'm twitching the thing. <laughs> Otherwise, look out. That's right. <laughs> Number four. The Roman Missal. M-I-S-S-A-L. The Roman Missal. Is this A, a holy projectile? B, 
a book of prayers, or C, a scented candle. The Roman Missal. I'm gonna go the uh, the book, and I, I <laughs> I'd love I'd love it if it just wasn't a guess, and I'd love to be like, actually, it's it's pronounced Missal. <laughs> it may be, and it is the book of like <laughs> prayers and the things that you do. To I wish I had that confidence ceremony. to just do it and act like I knew the whole time, and you just on the off chance that it was right. But honestly, it was a guess, and I thought the, the scented candle. But I, I considered that a pretty good one. Number five. Number five. This is it. This is for all the marbles. Um, number five. The lectionary. Is the lectionary A, the guy who talks the front of the church? B. Let me stop you. I think I know what this is. Oh, okay. Okay. What is the lectionary? Because I believe, I believe our church has the original lectionary still attached to the wall. And so if it isn't an item that's attached to a wall where they basically keep a schedule or commonly used prayers organized, it, what, am I wrong about that? What's a lectionary? Elect Sorry, we. No. no. Okay, I thought I knew what that was. I'm, I'm getting a, a multi a multi choice quiz about church things and phrases, <laughs> and I've done well. But that one, I was like, let me cut you off. I'm very wrong about this. <laughs> you aren't that wrong. It's tech. It's a book. It's got writings in it, but it's a different book with different writings. Um, so you you did you did great. You got four out of five. So um, I'm gonna have to burn down the church. And now it's time for Rad Libs. I wrote a story and I've let, left out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech together, we're going to make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play yes. my Rad Lib? Okay. I need a popular business name. Just go Adidas. There you go. A first name. Deborah. Yes. Yes. I need a, a genre. Uh, in a, a genre and like what? Like, I've, like a I've movie given genre? You all the, I've given you all the information I have. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Horror sci-fi. <laughs> yes. I need a greeting. Say word. Say word? Say word. Say word. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, there was a window. <laughs> All right. I need an article of clothing. Uh, like chinos. Okay, or I need a, a noun. Airplane. Body part? Hips. Uh, something you chant. Can't stop me now. Excellent. A number? Three. Okay, a song. <laughs> Two turntables and a microphone. Uh, a verb ending in ing. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll just go with stretching. Stretching. Hopefully not too perverse. No, 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 and don't okay. worry about it. We have uh, listeners of all age. I think this is probably like a. Sometimes people swear on here. Some people some people don't. So I I don't ever give rules. It's a PGX. <laughs> That's what it, we like to call it. I, I think it's PG thirteen now. You can like yeah, drop yeah, an yeah. f bomb once or maybe twice. And so I oh, I yeah, just yeah. people can do whatever they want. I don't I don't give. <laughs> At any the rules. end, we should keep a tally of what we haven't said and go. It looks like we've got this on the menu. Which would you like? I yeah. I do the two f's and you can have the rest of them. <laughs> Perfect. I'll <laughs> and say then this. just go f f. <laughs> I'll say no. dick and ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so spicy. Um, ooh, a, a famous person. Oh, uh, here we are. Barry Sanders. Very famous. Uh, a verb. Run. Uh, an amount. Link like a measurement. measurement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 1,050 grams, you know, to be specific. Uh, any liquid. I'm, I'm definitely saliva. Saliva. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 
Excellent. Uh, ooh, now a food. Pizza. Uh, a plural noun. Uh, Great Danes. A verb ending in ing. Gasping. Enough. We have a story. We have a story. We have a fantastic story. So you story. write these? Yeah. I love this. What great. Me too. Nobody you loves really this more than I do. really pushing your brain. This is oh. so cool. I've, I'm already working on next week's guest right now. And, and I love getting to tailor them to your topic. It's it's This is one of my favorite things to do in the world is to do a Mad Lib, but also to get to write them. So I love this. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. Yours is called A New Religion. <laughs> My friend invited me to check out the new church they found. I was a little skeptical at first because it was in an abandoned Adidas store. It was called the Church of Deborah. <laughs> it was a cross between Baptist and horror sci-fi. When I first walked in, I was greeted by Pastor <laughs> Deborah, who said, Say word, my child. <laughs> say word. <laughs> I like that even more. Pastor Deborah, say word. <laughs> All right, now we're doing it. But she wasn't dressed like a normal preacher. Instead of a collar or suit, she was wearing long white chinos and had a tattoo of an airplane on her hips. <laughs> the service I started. See both of her hips. <laughs> it was a big plane. It was a jumbo. Deborah, you nasty little plane-loving woman. <laughs> Say word. Uh, the service started with everyone chanting, "Can't stop me now." Then a three-person <laughs> choir began to hum two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> I love this. This is just so good. As Pastor Deborah talked about how she had once lived a life of crime, stealing, cheating, and compulsive stretching, <laughs> but how she had turned her life around thanks to her personal Lord and Savior, Barry Sanders. Nice. That's Most true. of the service was watching Deborah run. Then, as part of a welcome ceremony, she made us all drink 1,050 grams of saliva, eat pizza, and bow to give the church all of our great dates. This may seem strange to you, but since I joined the Church of Deborah, I haven't stopped gasping. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well That's done, That's really, Jeff. really good. Thank you. That's so you You made that. I like well, that. That's so I want to join this church, kind of. I'm like, oh, I like pizza. I can get past the saliva. But if there's a choir humming two turntables and a microphone, I'm, I'm in. in. Yeah. I know. I, if you have no Great Danes, you have nothing to lose. That's, 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 that's always been slogan. my motto. Yeah. That's what they put on the front <laughs> no of the church. No Great Danes, nothing to lose. <laughs> tell, uh, tell the viewers and the listeners where they can find you and what you have coming up. It's easiest to find me on johnstringer.com because if you go there, then all of my social media links are there. I hate spelling stuff out. So johnstringer.com, no H in John. Guys, find, follow John Stringer, yeah. johnstringer.com, John without an H. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to have you back. We're going to talk about something else. So I'm going to hit you up in a while. But but That'd be wonderful. So thank you so, you so much. Thank on. you so much and have a wonderful day. Interview complete. Have you heard the good news about the Church of John? Join us. Join us. Join us. I have the strange urge to join the Church of John. Anyway, thank you, John Stringer, for coming on the show today. Thank you guys for listening or watching. However you're listening or watching, please like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast. Leave a comment. Leave a review. I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of the podcast. Go to my website, kristenkey.com, and find me on all my social media. Leave me a little comment or a message saying that you watched the podcast and that you liked it or didn't like it or, or hair tips. I don't know. And each week, I'll be bringing you a new hilarious comedian that uh, will chit-chat about something they're super into, play five quick questions, do a rad lib, and then we'll all go home saints so until next time
Bye. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause it's fun.